Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast, where performance meets spirituality and you get all the tools you need to unlock your next level of badassery in life and business. I'm KDB, airline pilot, human design coach, side hustle extraordinaire and crazy cat lady, and I know what it's like to have a vision for your life that is so big that it feels bananas. I know what it's like to be busy and still want to live an abundant and fulfilling life. And I know that you have everything you need to achieve all of that without burning out. I know you're going to bring your dreams to reality. How do I know? Because if I can do it, so can you. Each week, I and a series of guests will share human design insights, manifestation secrets, energetics and mindset tools that you can use to start stepping into your power as the conscious creator of your most aligned life. Buckle in, baby, because it's going to be a sweet, sweet ride. Welcome to episode 45. So chuffed to be able to bring you a beautiful episode full of inspiration and aha moments. I'm chatting with my friend, Philippa Page. Pip is a mum, a nurse, an incredible businesswoman, and she has been a fabulous influence and support throughout my journey in my Rodan and Field skin and hair care business. Today we cover a lot of ground. Pip has an incredible passion for supporting women who are feeling like they're disconnected from the joy in their life, maybe feeling a little lost after the kids have flown the coop. Or maybe even just feeling a little like they're ready to reconnect with their passion and purpose. There are so many gold nuggets in this episode, but before we get started, just a reminder that doors to Side Hustle Startup School are officially open. I am beyond thrilled to be able to share this offer with you. It is for women who have either started a side hustle and are feeling a bit deflated and like they're treading water, maybe ready to get some support and clarity on what the next aligned step is to take their biz from meh to magical. Or it's also for women who've been thinking about starting a side hustle but don't know where to start or even what it involves. In Side Hustle Startup School, you'll get step-by-step guidance to get your biz off the ground and prepare yourself for long-term sustainable success. Everything from how to plan your year, set financial goals, the legal ins and outs, how to navigate social media, there's human design insights, there's so much stuff that will allow you to build your business in alignment with your energetic blueprint. It's an online course supported by guest experts and an incredible Facebook community. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes now to get in amongst this incredible nourishing space. It's only $220 for three months of access, and I know that that is a complete bargain, but I've set this price because I want you to know that you have huge transformation at your fingertips and I want it to be affordable. So. Click the link in the show notes, suss it out, see what you think, see if it's right for you. Alrighty, let's dive in. Philippa Page, welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. I'm so flipping thrilled to have you here. Yeah, thanks, Katie. I'm very excited to get to chat to you. 
Yeah, well, it's interesting. Hey, you just sent me a message this morning uh, with a photo that we we kind of really properly met and got to know each other exactly a year ago today. So it seems really beautiful and synchronistic that we get to hang out on the podcast today. Absolutely. Yeah. 12 months to the day. And yeah, it seems like I've known you for way longer than that um, because of all the things that have gone on between us since then. I know we've kind of, we're like BFFs and business buddy land at the moment, aren't we? And it's been so amazing. I'm so grateful that we have connected in the way we have. And that's really what I want to talk to you about and and have some insights about is your business journey. Because I kind of think of you as someone that kind of accidentally became a badass in business. (laughs) I did. Absolutely did. The only business experience I'd had was through a farm agricultural business where I did the books and the bass and tax and business was just not for me. I didn't have a business brain. I didn't think I did because I was never attracted to it. I liked the stability of a job that you knew exactly what you were going to get paid for. And to me, business was risky and the experience I'd had with my husband and the farming business, of course, is there is no guaranteed income because you can't control the, a lot of the variables in business and I don't like that. I like to have control and to know exactly what's going on. So, yeah, well, was, I, th- I think that's yeah. totally relatable and especially well, I think we're moving into an era now where people in their early 20s, mid-20s, they've grown up with this idea of online businesses and being able to be the creator of your own destiny through having your own business. So it's a lot more mainstream to be a business owner than it was perhaps, you know, when you were in your 20s and you probably got used to having all that stability from being employed. So with all that being said, how the heck did you end up as such a successful businesswoman in your own right? Well, it was through my sister, who's always been way more adventurous than me. She's six years younger, and she was presented a business opportunity um, through a a person that she was working part-time with who had her own um, clinical kind of business um, beauty salon um, in Sydney. And it was with this company from the US that was just about to launch in Australia called Rodana Fields, um, and they are the, the number one brand in the premium skincare category in the US and Canada. So she started telling me about it, and I'm going, no, I know nothing about skincare, and I know nothing about sales, and I'm not interested. And this kind of back and forth went on. She said she was going to give it a go, and it took probably four months of her and in, of telling me about it. And in the end, I just went, oh, all right, all right. And I was really just said yes. Plus I thought, I can't remember how old I was at the time, early 50s, and I had never looked after my skin. You know, I'd had a really busy life and put myself last. And so I all of a sudden needed I looked at myself and I thought, I'm getting old and my pigmentation is terrible and maybe, if nothing else, this is going to help my skin. Mind you, when I kind of joined and I got a box in the mail and I just kicked it under my bed because there was a lot of family issues happening at the time. So that box stayed under my bed for two months, didn't even open it, didn't start using the skincare and... She was coming over to Perth and I thought, heck, I better start using this stuff. 
So I was still very reluctant the whole time and it was really just that fear of disappointing someone, um, especially my sister, that pushed me into it (laughs) to start using it. And then she came back in August, so three months later, to help me get going. But I was was still, I hadn't talked to anyone, hadn't mentioned it. I was just using the products myself. And so you obviously liked the products when you started using them, which is a Uh great start if you're going to be selling the products. It's great to know that they work. And then you fell in love with them. But what was it that really helped you find your, I guess, your why behind getting it up and running? Was it just that Ro was like, all right, girl, you got to do this? (laughs) Um, No, there was also at the same time my youngest daughter was getting lots of health issues that were we just couldn't find out what was wrong with her and she was becoming sicker and sicker and you know a lot scarily so and the fear that I would have to move to Perth because I live out on a farm out in the Wheatbelt area of Western Australia that I'd have to move to Perth and be her carer therefore I would not be able to be financially independent and I thought well maybe this could be something that we could do together uh, because mainly you know a lot was online Um, I thought it might provide income and it would help stop me going stir crazy because I've always worked despite having a large family you know I've always worked part-time it's part of who I am as a nurse is helping people and so without that I would was like a ship at sea Mm. and I also thought, well, this is another way I could maybe help people, help my daughter and keep my mind from spiralling by learning new skills and keeping super busy into this business, basically. It's so interesting, hey, that business often starts for one reason and then evolves mm. many, many times. I've found my my why behind my both my businesses has evolved and is in a constant state of evolution. Mm-hmm. What once you started, did you love it from the start? Did it give you all the things that you were looking for? Like, did you already have that flexibility and the ability to keep busy, or was it a bit of a struggle? What did the start look like for you? The penny dropped, or the light bulb moment, and they say that you know you get is like for a lot of businesses, there's two light bulb moments. The first one is when you think, oh, okay, I, the light bulb goes, it goes off enough to think maybe this is for me and I'll give it a go. And then the second light bulb goes off when something happens within that business and it might be you get your first paycheck or your first customer review or feedback uh, and it looks different, of course, for all different businesses, but that is when you're almost cementing, starting to cement that oh, okay, the second light bulb goes off as to, oh, this this is a good thing, you know. So for me it was when I got my first paycheck plus people were commenting about my skin so I was getting that good feedback and then I also love, uh, I'm a lifelong learner, so learning new skills and, and there's a lot of psychology in business and that's also a passion and so I kind of got just hooked on this whole mix of, meeting other people online, listening to their stories, women that have come from all different backgrounds and why they would do this, you know, have a business, that connection. I I could at that point earn 
the same money by working full time, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to work full time. I like the flexibility of part time or casual work, which I've always done. So it turned from being thinking financial to being more about connection to people and being part of something, learning new skills and learning about myself and the judgments and falseness that was in my head about business. Mm. So it was personal development course. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Business is the best, a hundred percent, the best mm. personal development course. Was it really interesting or was it something you enjoyed having something that was not in relation to the farm, not in relation to your husband, wasn't directly, even though you, it was allowing you to be there for Georgia when she was sick, it wasn't directly related to your kids. Was it cool to have something for yourself after, and you're a nurse as well. So you are forever caring and thinking about everyone else, whether it be your family or your your patients at work, you are forever thinking about other people. So was business a really cool opportunity for you to look after yourself and just have something fun for you? Absolutely. And I think a lot of women are givers. We are naturally givers and we give and give and give. And I certainly had that role as the eldest daughter in my own family. I was the one that everybody went to. Um, I have five children, so I gave a lot to them, a lot to my husband. I just looked after everybody. But that kind of, I think, we, women create that image that they are strong and resilient and that they don't really need to get it back for a lot of people. So, you know, I wasn't getting it back. And for the first time, and then, of course, I'm giving at work and looking after people as well. And not just, you know, this is a do that. That's what we do. But a lot of other professions are doing that as well. And, you know, what I learned is that that is not an infinite supply. I always thought, oh, yep, that's what I do. I never thought that my bucket or the well would run dry. And it certainly did as I got to my late 40s. And there was some resentment that had come into my life that, you know, what about me? Why do I have to give, 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 and nobody's giving to me? And that's not fair. And I think, I, you know, I speak to a lot of women around this age between that 47 up to or over, but particularly kind of 60, and they do get resentful. It's very hard to keep that giving up and not receiving anything back to replenish your own supplies and energy levels. And so for the first time, there was a company that was patting me on the back or giving me acknowledgement that I was doing a good job. And that sounds kind of a bit corny and superficial, but it was like a breath of fresh air that uh, someone was acknowledging me and, yeah, giving some positive feedback. I think a lot of women will resonate with this. You know, whoever tells them they're doing a great job as a mother or in their job, hopefully they, they have got a great employer that does that. But just generally in life, you know, it's kind of a bit of one way traffic for a lot of women. Yeah, for sure. You know, I found that as well. I didn't even anticipate when I joined Rodan and Fields. I thought, you know, it's just kind of going to be another transactional agreement as in, you know, I think of my role at Qantas as a transactional agreement. They pay me to do a job and that's the end of the story, right? And 
I often don't feel a lot of appreciation in my day job and that's fine. I've come to terms with that, but that's what I expected from Rodan and Fields as well. I thought, okay, these guys are supplying the incredible products that I get to sell. And that was enough for me because, you know, I'm a skincare junkie. So like (laughs) box tick, but then I joined and I was like, holy shit, who are these people? Like these people are just the most uplifting bloody bunch of people I've ever met in my life. And being around that is there's something special about it hey because even on your darkest days when you are feeling so hopeless so your self-talk is you know dark and in the trenches it happens to all of us no matter how much we are aware of our inner talk and our in a critic, it happens to all of us. And yet you go into one of the many, many groups that we have as part of Rodan and Fields, and there is just constant uplifting, supportive community yeah. in there. And it is just unlike anything I have ever been a part of in my life. And you can tap in and tap out. There's no like, you don't have to be in there and all the rah-rah and all that. But if you need it, yeah. it's there for you, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And to me, to have people that I'd never even met say, well mm. done, whatever, yeah. it was just the concept that someone was willing to take the time to cheer someone on that they'd never met. And it was it was like, is this for real? And if someone had told me this before, I would have thought, oh, yeah, you know, corny American company, blah, blah. I was so ignorant and kind of almost ashamed now of, of that because of the people I've met, you know, some of them are, are just amazing in their own life, like yourself and very successful people, in whichever way you want to determine success. And yet we're all looking for the same thing. That's the fascinating thing. And whether it's Rodan and Fields or one of the other companies that are out there, you know, a lot of people bag MLMs and they don't understand it. But for some people, it's a lifesaver and okay they might not be you know making huge amounts of money but they're making enough to maybe spoil themselves a little bit if that's what makes them feel good or give to charities or support other people but it's not just that it's the once again it sounds a bit corny but the sisterhood or just that someone's got your back or that if you were having a bad day i could message numerous people that understand because I know that we're—it's like we're all speaking the same language. We mm. all, whether we're looking for something or we just all get it, we get each other, and yet we're so different in what we do. That's the fascinating part. It's like this perfect kind of puzzle of things all thrown together. Mm. And if someone said, "If you're lonely, looking for a community, join an MLM," I would have thought, "Oh, what a load of baloney!" You know, they're just trying to suck you in, but oh my goodness, it is. You can't find this, you can't buy this kind of connection that you find with people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting what you say about, you know, even if you just earn a couple of hundred bucks for some fun money or, you know, really I think that the sky is the limit with Rodan and Fields and really what it comes down to is like, how much do you want to put into it and how do you want it to look in your life? We get, there's so much yeah. flexibility and freedom. And I mean, I've said to you before, Pip, like the money that I'm earning from Rodan and Fields 
is helping me reinvest in my coaching business. You know, it's helping me pay for things with a lot more relaxation around it. You know, I've got like this extra stream of income and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It's paying for all the subscriptions to all the other things I need to keep my other business up and running. And the beauty is that Rodan and Fields is such a simple business model, right? Like it's the easiest way to launch a business. It's like you get given everything you need and then you just, and then you just build it your way. And that mm. to me mm-hmm. is like amazing. And I think a lot of people can really resonate at the moment with just wanting to have their fun money back, right? Like the That's government true. seems to be taking all our fun money. And whether it's, you know, as you said, just a couple of hundred dollars a month, whether it's just enough to justify covering your own um, skin and hair care costs or whether it's a bit more. And I think that people you know, my biggest advice is just be open, just listen. I'd like to say, you know, give it a go and if you don't like it, just stop it. You know, you're not signing over a mortgage or anything. It's like anything you go to, sometimes you go to a a gym and you might go a few times and then you stop, you don't like it or you start things and you stop. You know, you've got to get more adventurous in life, I think, because that's where all the good stuff is. If you step out of your comfort zone and look at things that you would normally not look at if you've you know you and I did a lot of homework on this I did because I'm naturally I work in emergency department and we have to be suspicious of of people we have to be very good at analyzing things because people that are unwell don't always tell you the whole story and so by nature I I know that I do investigate and have a good dig around and make sure that there is no kind of tri- uh, tricks and things, but really these days the legalities around MLMs are so much better than they were, and it's just a lot of it is illegal or the you know past errors um, with with lots of things. You know we know that with the past there were many many things that were wrong and mistakes made within Australian history, but nowadays you know there's a lot more openness and open disclosure and. Yeah, I, I think that it's a really clever, savvy way. And that's why it's so attractive to young people. They're all looking for these side ways of smart ways of making money without having to physically go and be somewhere for another job. And it's the way of the future. And that, that's why it is growing exponentially. So how has growing your business and working with Rodan and Fields, how has that helped you connect with some maybe previously untapped aspects of yourself? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that it's taught, the biggest lesson it's taught me is judgment and have non-judgment. I thought, you know, I was a pretty good judge of character, which I, I still feel like I am, but when it came to what people's you know, deep personal feelings were about how they felt about themselves and their skin and hair and, oh, you know, comments like, oh, you know, I'm too too far gone, I'm not worth it, all these kind of things that I just, you know, I'd never kind of contemplated before. So it really pressed my uh, buttons, I suppose, on how you really don't know what people think in that area and it really helps you know, you can really connect on a deep level trying to help people make them feel better about themselves, which ties in very well with 
my nursing kind of you know, philosophy that I lo- love helping people. But it has taught me a lot about listening and, yeah, understanding that people, you know, I've got customers in the 70s and even in the 80s because people do care about themselves but it doesn't always show. Mm. And I I found that often people just don't know how to look after themselves or the, you know, whether it's I speak to clients quite often that actually have a bit of mum guilt, you know, they feel mm-hmm. guilty about looking after themselves yeah. because yeah. the kids need to come first. And so mm-hmm. that that's a whole interesting, you know, psychology behind that. And then yeah. with the males in particular that I fly with at work, most of them have just never been asked like <laughs> about about how they feel about their skin, right? And some of them are like, oh my goodness, you're saying that I don't have to deal with this dry sore skin. <laughs> and I'm mm. like, are you for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's such a service and a, a fabulous way of helping people. I I just think it's you know, just underestimated how powerful people's their skin and is the largest organ of your body and how it is very much tied in with our self-esteem the quality or the comfortableness of your skin and how you feel about it is is a very big link between that and your general well-being and how you feel about yourself and you can ask any person with acne um, that question and they'll tell you how having acne makes them feel yeah, well, I mean, you've heard my story and I've talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit on the podcast, not much, but yeah. as as a recovered hormonal acne survivor, <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's crazy how much it impacts your mental health. And I mean, I'm at the age as well where I'm concerned about aging and I thought I had to choose between dealing with my acne and preventing the signs of aging but you know I learned otherwise with Rodan and Fields I get to tackle both of them and yeah I mean it is it's there's something really incredible when you feel when your skin is just glowing you it taps into something else right that level of confidence so I definitely believe wholeheartedly that skincare is not really about skincare it's about the confidence that you gain through looking after yourself and being able to just show up and not even worry about it, like not even think twice about your skin because you're just so confident in it. And I think that if people are very aware of how they need to move and what they need to put into their bodies and it's all part of this self-care that, you know, we've lost a lot of that, um, men and women, and just in the busyness of life. And for a lot of people they're not, they don't get hugged and um, touched and Sometimes it's the only way that you can get that bit of pampering is giving it to yourself. Mm. And I've many customers that have said that, oh, you know, I'm just not into using three products. Have you got one thing or, uh, you know, try uh, it's downtime for them. And they've gone from using nothing to using perhaps four different steps at night and loving it because it's their special time where they can shut the bathroom door and just give it give them that time to themselves and and they had no recognition that they needed that mm-hmm. it's that's fascinating that psychology of having that time in the bathroom and being worth it mm. there's so many they're not worth that money spending them on themselves or they're not worth the time 
which is so I feel that it's not just selling products to people it's way more than that you're you know you're helping people you're helping them about self you know care and yeah whatever form that that looks like to them so yeah I think that if you are a natural helper then something like this is is, you're made for it really that's what I think yeah Mm. so Mm -hmm. other than your obviously beautiful skin and hair that you've managed to achieve through being connected with Rodan and Fields. What other impact has the business had on your life? That is such a big question because it has had a huge impact on my life. And starting a business, I was 54, which I just thought, no, there's no way. You know, I'm too an old dog learning new tricks. So it's taught me new skills. It's taught me so much. It's hard to kind of wrap it up in a short amount of time, but it's brought opportunities for travel. My husband was not at all uh, interested or even thought it was, you know, he lets me what, you know, he'd never say don't do that, but he just thought, what is this? You know, this is one of my sister's harebrained ideas. But um, now it's he's just fully on board. He helps me. He's my travel buddy. He has referred people to me, um, so he's you know customers, people he talks about, he uses the product. He's a you know farmer who's never done anything, so he's a full on. He would love to be a part of actually join as a consultant, but unfortunately we can't sign up our husbands as consultants. Joy <laughs> <laughs> said might have to divorce me, and then he can. Um, but <laughs> he, he's he's so into it because. I have had some amazing experiences of travel with trips overseas and he's come with me, which has blown his mind. Which So it's given us something to connect with, but, but it didn't happen at first. You know, it wasn't that he was all excited at first, So, um, but he's completely flipped around. I've spoken to a lot of other women that the husbands were the same, have gone mm. from non But as soon as you, you know, say, oh, I've just earned this then all of a sudden the ears kind of pricking a bit more open to yeah they're they're all into it when they're on the receiving end of the goodies that you you create through your your work and your effort and your business (laughs) but you know it's brought me connection to women particularly women you know we're in Australia Canada and the US so I've got friends now online in the US um, and all around Australia learning new skills I'm challenging my own insecurities, my own self-doubt, realising that, you know, just because you, you're in your 50s or 60s doesn't mean you're winding down in that kind of money-making stage of your life, that you can do other things. And, yeah, it's just taught me so much. My daughter was my first team member. So working with her for five years has been an amazing experience at times, not easy because we are quite different in our personality. So I've had to learn how to negotiate that and be respectful of her different style. So it's, you know, as a parent, it's taught me different things. The list just goes on, mm-hmm. really. And the people that's brought into me with, like, with yourself and hearing their stories, it's just like this amazing lesson that just keeps going. 
Yeah, mm. I honestly feel like one of the best things, I, I think you're right for me as well, it's really hard to explain the impact this business has on your life, but it's mm. probably one of the biggest things is just the people that you meet and the friendships that you make. But I'm so excited because you have got a pretty big team now and we're just going to take a short break and then I am excited to hear about all the transformations that you see within your team members when they start their Rodan and Fields business. How's your self-care game at the moment? You know I am all about prioritizing your mental, emotional and energetic health to ensure you feel the magic of an aligned and fulfilling life. And you know, the fact that you're listening to this episode means I know you get it. You know that this is an important part of being your most badass version. But let's not forget our beautiful bodies the vessel that allows us to be the bridge between your soul journey and rolling around in the bliss of your 3D reality. Your skin and hair health is absolutely a part of that and goes far beyond just slapping some cream on last minute before you walk out the door. It goes beyond that. The truth is that a nourishing skin and hair care routine can be a sacred part of your day. A beautiful ritual that helps you reconnect with your body Be in reverence for it and on top of all of that, help you feel confident with glowing skin and healthy hair. Rodan and Field Skin and Hair Care is premium dermatologically designed and results driven solutions with something for everyone. Blending premium ingredients with cutting edge dermatological science, whether you're fighting the signs of aging, tackling skin imperfections like acne, scarring, pigmentation, or Dealing with hair concerns like hair fall or frizziness, we have totally got you covered. And because we believe in our results-driven formulas so much, we offer a full 60-day money-back guarantee. Do you know of any other skincare brand that will let you use their products until the bottle is empty? And then if you don't get the results you're looking for, you can send the empty bottle back and get a full refund. Why? because we believe in our products so much and we are here to support your journey towards radiant skin and luscious hair risk-free. We want to make it so easy for you to look and feel amazing, no matter what age, no matter what stage of life you're in. You don't have to put up with dry red skin. You do not have to put up with acne or thinning hair. You can start looking and feeling younger and more confident and you can start today. If you are intrigued and you want to find the right solutions for you, take the Skin and Hair Solutions Tool Quiz. The link is in the show notes and it's so much fun. It's like having a derm in your pocket. You'll get a skin analysis and personalized recommendations. It is super simple and such a fun way to discover beautiful solutions unique to your needs. Remember, you're not just taking care of your skin and your hair, you are taking care of you. And that is the most beautiful form of self-love. All right. So Pip, your team is, how many people have you got on your team now? No, I don't even, that's, that, I don't even look at it as numbers. I really don't. And people say that, but I actually, (laughs) you know, people come and people go and I never sit down and think, oh, now I've gone from 15 to 14. I don't. I honestly, that's that's the truth. I, you know, have, there's people that 
um, have been there right from the start, like my daughter, and there's other people that have, you know, come in for a while and then they might have returned to work or stopped or moved away or whatever reason. And I'm very open and very much into I'm here to help you I'm every step of the way. If you want to run fast, I'll keep up with you. If you know, if you just want to take it slow, then I'll match your efforts basically. And you know, roughly, I suppose you know, there's there's fifteen to twenty if we look at the at the team as a whole. Um, and I work a lot closer with some that are wanting that regular kind of paycheck and are wanting to stretch out of a comfort zone that they might be stuck in. You know, if they're they're struggling with confidence or how to say things, you know, I spend more time with those those kind of team members but I just feel like it's also it's not my team in the sense of I'm just the the kind of one who's been here the longest and has got knowledge because of that um, I've also worked a lot with um, people in the psychological space so you know I feel I can help with those kind of things like confidence and being stuck on language and what if people think I'm this or that and challenging some of those, it's called BS. BS. <laughs> I'll call out on their BS, which is really their belief system, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, the other meaning of BS. But we all have it and I've had it, but I've just learned how to get over mine because whatever people say, we all have that. We all worry about well, what are people going to think of us? Oh, I don't want to be salesy. I don't, you know, all the things that we are so worried about, which is what I was worried about, but I've learned from other people that have. So I'm just kind of following the wisdom of others that have trod before me that have been successful. I think, well, if it's worked for them, surely it's going to work for me. So I just see myself as the, a bit like a mother figure really, Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people that have got, teams as such and they're only 30 so they probably don't see themselves as that mother figure you're just like the leader or the mentor I suppose and I learn from the other girls in the team as well do you think Mm -hmm. like because I know you know obviously I've got a full-time job and another Mm -hmm. business and I actually don't find every now and then depending on what's going on in my day job I find it a little bit tricky to keep up the same momentum. But when I know that's going to happen, I can rearrange my RNF business to kind of, mm. you know, either do more work a couple of weeks and then just turn off for a couple of weeks so that I've I've still got overall over the month, I'm still achieving my goals. Um, yeah. And we also have a lot of mums, right? There are so many mums oh, inside I- Rodan and Fields. And this business will push you outside of your comfort zone. And I know like you've got a few people in your team that have got loads of kids, right? And how do you see, like, what has their life looked like? What's their journey kind of looked like that you see in regards to building their business with all that going on? I think that that's where I love, you know, working together with people that have got busy lives. Now, whether that's because they've got, you know, one team member's got four children, she lives in the country, another one will work full time. And everyone's, one of the big objections or concerns that people have is I don't have the time. And, you know, I come back with, well, how much time do you think it might take? Because a lot of people don't know. They have no idea how much time it's going to take, but they just perceive that I'm already overwhelmed with life and this is just going to add to it. Whereas, you know, to me, it's, it's 
yes, it does take some time, but let's look at your day-to-day schedule or week-to-week schedule, schedule and work out, well, if you can find 15 minutes here, there, you know, let's work out what fits for you and it's different for everyone else. But there's a saying in our business, it is your business, but you are never alone in business because, you know, we we work together in going through those blocks. So for that lady who's got four kids, her only time might be when there's a, a daytime nap going on or it might be, you know, 20 minutes at the evening. So it's really, it's a very practical thing. Let's look at your and find that time and let's we'll look at what are you going to do in that time. We're not talking about scrolling and, you know, we're talking about like targeted activity and we've worked that out. Um, but like anything, you know, no, if you don't work at something, then there's no gain. You're not going to gain from it, whether that's going to the gym. You need to actually do an activity to get a gain from something. So but because the way that our programs and kind of commissions run you don't have to work your business every day but you do have to do you know certain amounts if you want to be successful but that's where I work together to to work out but as I said we've got you know women with children women working full-time so there's plenty of women that do it all manage it all Mm. and what they love that is it especially so the the team member with four children is that she goes I said, why do you like this? Obviously, extra income's great, but she goes, it's another big part of it. And it's nothing to do with the children or my husband. They can't touch it. They can't intrude, as in they can't do it. It's mine. It's all mine. <laughs> just, for me, just for me and nobody. Do you know what I mean? It's that whole part of themselves that can't be kind of not tainted, but you know what I mean? The kids can't get their grubby little fingers on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because we give away, most mothers will sacrifice everything for their children. Mm. And that is a slippery slope. Um, I work as a child health nurse and parenting educator. So that area has taught me a lot about what happens to mothers. And I'm also just going to drop in here about the kind of empty nest years, which are very dangerous for some women. Some will celebrate it and, you know, sing from the rooftops, saying, God, I don't have to do school lunches and pickups and all that anymore. They're very, very happy. But when some children leave home and they're no longer, you know, under the roof and the mothers absolutely can go through full-blown depression to singing from the rooftops because they've lost their identity. They've Mm -hmm. given 100% 100% to their children, often disconnected from their husband along the way, and they're nothing, to them they've got nothing to live for. Yeah, it's it's very, you know, psychiatrically for some women it's a very dangerous time in their life. Yeah, um, I actually had a conversation with a colleague at work recently who he was interested in my coaching and we were just talking about how I support women in business and he said to me, oh, my wife, she stopped working when we had kids and now the kids have all flown the coop and she feels so lost and hopeless and he was Mm -hmm. like you know what things would what advice would you give to her and my first piece of advice was you've got to start investigating the things that even give you the smallest piece of excitement you know like just anything even if 
because a lot of people have forgotten what they used to love doing. You know, you can even start with that. Like, what did you do before you had kids? Just start there because it might not be the same. But <laughs> but the cool thing about the cool mm-hmm. thing about Rodan and Fields is like there is just so many different facets of it, right? Like, yes, you'll get some fun money back, so you can use that for whatever you want, or mm-hmm. you could build an empire. Like, the sky is mm-hmm. the limit. But also, you're going to meet some epic humans and have a little Mm -hmm. social community which as we all know connection is so vital to mental health Mm -hmm. and the reason that the the, for some women you know this is that we're not putting this on to all women but some have yeah they've not worked through those um child caring years so they feel that they either don't want to go back to work or they're too far gone if they've lost you know skills or they're deregistered that type of thing and then they've lost their purpose because they had a purpose and now they've lost their purpose and all they're doing is washing and cleaning and filling in the day. And if they've got great friendships, then that's a great protective factor. But if they're not, they haven't or they're isolated or their friends are all working full time, then having, you know, doing something that you did in the past, like maybe you played the guitar or you were a runner, and but there's one thing that they know that, the most important thing for a longevity of life, and they've studied this, it's published in many studies, is social connection. That If you do not have that, you cut 10 years off your life. Mm. And they know that, you know, even lots of people are familiar with the, the babies in orphanages and um, failure to thrive, failure to gain weight because no one was picking them up. They were being fed, but they weren't being cuddled because there was too many of them and, so human, that connection is everything and so it's not enough to just pick up your guitar again or mm-hmm. run on your own. You have to build some social connection. And I see this on Facebook and in, there's a, so many finding friendship over 50, um, empty nest um, group. There's so many of these groups because women are looking for connection and they're struggling to find it. And that's why. I would say to them, and this sounds ridiculous, and they're saying, "Oh, you're only saying that because you know you want you want them to join, you know, Redan and Fields." But I'm saying, "No, go and join any MLM. You know, fine if you are right into nutrition, then go and join, you know, one of the MLMs that deal with nutrition. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're yeah, so because it's you're going to get an instant friendship group. It's mm-hmm. amazing, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. like the per- solution and if you don't agree with me then leave it <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I know that it is really the the craziest thing about getting into direct selling and MLM and as I have built this latest course that I'm offering um side hustle startup school <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um one of my kind of key points in there is like, if you're still not 100% sure if side hustling is for you, then direct selling is your go-to because you can, it's like, there is virtually no risk. You get to build it on your terms. And if you pick it up and you're like, holy crap, this isn't for me, there is like, you just pop it down again, you know, like you said. So it's a really cool it's actually, I think, a really cool training ground for anyone that has eyes on the prize for a bigger vision in business, whether it be with the same company or whether it be with their own business. It's such a, it's like a, you could use it as an apprenticeship. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's such a generic tool bag that you can offer people. Mm-hmm. It's going to help them decide too, which is 
it's an amazing thing because a lot of people think they do think about it, but they, oh, I just don't know if it's for me. So it's almost like, you know, well, let's, is it for you? Let's have a chat about that. Um, I've had lots of chats with women who, and my job is not to talk men to it. It's to explain what it is, what it isn't, and see if that's a fit for you. And mm. if you'd like to go, great. If not, door's always open. And you know, I'll even suggest, suggest, well, there's, you know, why don't you think about getting a part-time job or what, you know, what else is out there that you can do? Mm. So it's, you know, it's, it's just that kind of, and I was just thinking, you know, with the MLM, it's a bit like, I always call it as mothers losing their mojo group. <laughs> That's you know, not just for mothers. Absolutely not. I mean, there's plenty of other women that do this and they either they don't have children or they're in their early 20s. Yeah. You know, they're just looking to create a bit of extra income. But I think why there's such a majority of, of women that have got children in the group is that they're looking for something they can do from home that they will fit between that nine to three, the school hours, it's flexible, online, that they don't have to pay for daycare, that, you know, all those things. And that's why it attracts so many mothers. Whereas if the truth be known, it's for women in you know, and men. We have men as well in our group. And a lot of the teams in the US, the men have actually retired and join their women because they're running now, you know, big businesses, million-dollar businesses, so they're doing it together. So it is not just, you know, something for women because, of course, men have skin and hair as well. I mean, it would be fabulous to get some more men involved. And uh, and the big thing is trying to educate people and trying to find the people that are open enough to have a listen and see if this them that's why your school is shs is amazing (laughs) (laughs) yes shs side hustle startup school yeah i mean i think as well because i mean the reason i started side hustle startup school is because i think people often go in with a vision and a dream and no freaking plan and that's Mm -hmm. cool but what happens is you you hustle and mm-hmm. the results, especially if you are starting your business from scratch, the results can often be pretty small and mm-hmm. you feel like you're working so, so hard and the gains mm-hmm. aren't there and no one teaches you, right? Like we, a lot of us entrepreneurs have not been to business school. We've done no degrees in it. We are yeah. figuring it out as we go along. And so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I just want it to, to make it as easy as possible for people to start making money as quickly as possible and the reason that's important is that you can then reinvest and you can have bigger impact on more people you can touch more lives the ripple effect is bigger you know Mm -hmm. not only your own life but on the on your community so yeah it's exciting I I love 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 being able to support women in this way what final pieces of advice or words of wisdom would you give to anyone who might be feeling a little bit like maybe a little bit empty nesty maybe just like they want something for themselves and their life again what piece of advice would you give I would say you know obviously being in my mature years I would say that if you want to you know have a a happy life I think we all focus on instant kind of gratification and in the 20s and 30s and you know, but looking, you you know, if you, you must invest in that self-care and connection because that is all you've got left, you know, once the children have left and 
you've retired and it's almost like it's not like emptiness it's almost like prepare that nest mm. for those 25 years of your life where you're not working and your kids don't need you anymore and what are you going to do what have you got left and you know I'm I'm quite passionate about that because that's where I am so you know I would just say to everyone who's listening be open and to whatever the opportunity that comes along if opportunity knocks listen to it in whatever ever way it's presented to you be open because we cannot trust our own minds you know i i have a healthy distrust of some of the things my brain tells me because there's no evidence it's not true and <laughs> i think that's how we're wired we've become very wired to keep ourselves safe you know, through this fight and flight and all anxiety and all this. And our thoughts often aren't based on anything. So that's why I say be open. Um, just listen if someone presents you with an opportunity and become playful. I think that, you know, that is and, and make sure you've got some good social connections because mm. at the end of the day you've got that's what's left yourself and your you know, friendship group and well, the social connections around you. We all, you know, focus on building, you know, paying off the mortgage and building that security, but we we kind of have lost that social connection part of the human race. That's what I feel. Not for everybody, but for some people. Loneliness is this epidemic and purpose and meaning in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we met over a year ago, but we first sat down because I was interested in the skin and hair care a year ago. And I have said it so many times, I have enjoyed every freaking minute of my RNF journey. And I cannot wait to see where it takes me and how much more fun I can have with it this year. I'm so excited to just continue being, you know, in your world. I mean, you and I get along really, we've got very similar outlook on life. So it's nice to bounce ideas around. And it's not to say that we are not scared or not concerned or don't have doubts, but I've found you to be such an incredible support in my business life and in my personal life. So I'm so, so grateful that oh. RNF brought us together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on the other hand, we are so different if people, you know, Katie does all these exciting things like snowboarding and scuba diving and skiing. And I'm the gutless wonder that watches everyone else on the rides at the Royal Show. I would not go on <laughs> or anything. So, you know, some Katie flies playing that I'm terrified of. <laughs> so it's in other ways, but that's the beauty of the things like this is that it seems to find some common ground and it's like a bit, it's not like a secret code, but it's almost like the women, you know, if you're that kind of person that likes helping people, that love personal growth, that love a challenge, that this kind of business is perfect for you and it build. oh boy, does it build resilience. It really does because, you know, it's not easy at times but it's possible and I think nothing is easy all the time so if you come into business thinking it's going to be easy then it's not it's not for you it's you know nothing's easy working being a mum being a wife being boy girlfriend nothing's easy so that's how you start off with everything is being open to the good and the bad having a great mentor which I think in our businesses, we have wonderful mentors and yeah, off we go. 
Mm. And like it, like anything, you just stop. That's okay. <laughs> but you've done it. You've done something. And that's that's the trick too in life is trying lots of different things until you find what you do like. Pip, thank you so, so much for sharing your story today. I totally appreciate it. And I know everyone listening would have just been probably a little bit mind blown to hear, you know, the way that you went from rejecting the idea of having a business, getting involved Mm -hmm. in MLM to now just having a thriving business. It's so, so cool. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Oh, I've enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining Pip and I here today. I'm so grateful that we got to hang out. I'm so grateful that you got to hear Pip's beautiful words of wisdom and insights. If you think that you might be interested in starting a side hustle, or maybe you might be interested in finding out more about Rodan and Fields and starting your own skin and hair care side hustle, there's a few links in the show notes for you. There's one for Side Hustle Startup School, and there's also one to book a call with me to find out if a Rodan and Fields business could be a really fun way for you to invite more abundance, more fun, more community into your life. I absolutely love talking about Rodan and Fields because I love the products, I love the business. And, you know, even if you're just a little bit curious, I'd absolutely love to chat to you about it. So head to the show notes, check out the links in there. There's so much in there for you today. I look forward to seeing you next week, connecting with you here again this week. Until then, take care, keep milking the shit out of life, and I'll catch you in the next episode.